0: Hey, buddy. What up, Hammy? Not much, just. We're broadcasting live from five feet of snow, so that's fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have like, like two and a half, three feet here.
0: Yeah. Well, we've been buried since Thursday, so I have yeah. to spend a day tomorrow digging us out. But for today, I get to watch Deep Space Nine, so that works out well.
1: I mean, we were going to be doing this whether we were snowing or not, so. That's true. Oh yeah, before we get started on this, just real quick, I know yeah. this is normally something we should just do off air, but like I just gotta let you know, dude, so when this snowfall happened and the uh-huh. snowplows were going through, we uh-huh. had our um our trash cans were out at the time, not like out out, but they were like out close, and we have right. this like white we have a fence in the in our for our front yard covering the front yard
0: right
1: um, and our our um so our trash was like right next to the it was like on our lawn and like right next to the fence before the thing at ap- before the snowfall happened. Right, snowfall goes down. A uh, plow truck comes through, plows snow, like mounds upon mounds of snow into the into the trash, which goes through our fence and just completely breaks the fence.
0: Um, that's yeah, that's pretty bad. I've got a similar oh. situation going on. Snowplow went through in our neck of the woods. It didn't knock anything over but it did put three feet of snow literally like it's like about three or four feet of snow in front of our mailboxes yeah. and about that high and today we got a message that said medicine we've been waiting for our cat for like a week now it was going to show up today but they couldn't get to the mailboxes. So I got to put it out by Monday so we can get this cat some medicine.
1: Yeah. Which one? Which
0: cat? Oh my little princess.
1: Oh it's fine then
0: yeah she she's got some she'd start off as a cold. we're afraid it's turning into pneumonia, so she needs uh antibiotics.
1: Ah, gotcha
0: but anyway, nothing about my real depressing life. I'm just looking for my notes actually, which I did write some stuff down for this episode, and now I can't find the page that I wrote all the notes on because so I just picked a random page in my little notebook here and started writing. Oh, I should have found them before I sent you the invite. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: no worries. I decided to take I've decided to go out this podcast like I went at college. So, no notes required.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, so I've had the thought that like if I do some notes, it just it makes me more organized. And now that I've actually got my notebook, I can do it while we're recording. So
1: yeah. Well, I mean, this is your show, so you should be doing the note taking and everything.
0: That's true. Well, okay. So, I found my notes. Um, just hold on one second.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's yes, John. Son of a bitch. My producer just told me it's going to snow tomorrow, so more snow than I get oh, to move yeah. tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's supposed to snow here too.
0: Oh ah, well, nothing I can do about it now. Um, but yeah, so I think we're all set. I've got my I got my notes. I got the thing pulled up. We're watching season one, episode twelve of Battle Yeah, yeah uh, I
1: believe I believe so. Yeah.
0: It's called Battle Lines. It's actually Deep Space Nine. Duh. In case you didn't know. Um, actually, I should do the whole thing because we didn't actually do the formal intro. So let me just do it for everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chaos the Final Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, who, as you just heard, is buried in snow. And also buried in snow is Mr. Artie Vice. In the house? Yeah. There we go. That's how professionals do it. All right, so, okay, I think we just hit play because we got some stuff to get through. So, play in three, two, one, play. Jeez.
1: Okay. Well, it's
0: definitely
1: cancer.
0: No, but it's clearly cancer. Oh. Uh.
1: Well, if it isn't the greatest captain of all time.
0: Uh, I forget exactly where this started. I think they just discovered some Cardassian files is what they're looking through. It's like they just discovered no. some stuff in the Cardassians.
1: So, you mean to tell me they have all that data loaded onto one little stick? How is that <laughs> reality? I mean... Every-
0: I mean you know actually there's something interesting I heard about this because I was about to say it's 1993 no it's actually earlier than this apparently they I guess this is how TV shows work but never thought about it but apparently um, this is how they wrote this episode before they even wrote the pilot so it's like like the whole first season was written out before the pilot was ever made so this is like 92 actually so yes that little stick is amazing
1: She's freaking out. She just saved a... You can tell, that face, she just saved a bunch of money on her car insurance by switching to Geico. That's that face. That's the Geico face. Either that or she's pregnant.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's later in the series. I, I don't even... know.
1: the that's only two... I don't know. She was freaking out about something. She was clearly happy, so it must have been the car insurance.
0: In her... um. In her file, it said she was a minor operative, and she was offended by that because she killed so many people. Nah. <laughs> um. Oh, one of the things I wanted to point out, just because I thought this is a cool little thing, uh, it's not like an, a fact, it's just something I think would be kind of fun to point out in shows like this. This episode aired originally on April 25th, 1993. So if you're wondering when we, where we are in history of TV, that's when we are. It's April 25th, 1993.
1: I was a whole three years old.
0: Oh, you were just a little guy. Just, just, yeah. yeah. I think I was like four or five, somewhere in there.
1: I'm guessing four.
0: Yeah. There had been four till October, so yeah. Yeah. See, I remember parts of 93, but not all of it.
1: I don't know how. I don't remember anything from when I was four.
0: I remember... I remember specifically watching WrestleMania nine for the first time, like watching it right after it happened. So that's, that might be my earliest memory. It's definitely one of the earliest memories that I can actually date.
1: Wow. Oh. That doctor is trying to get into that so bad. Yeah. What? He's old, short and fat. Perfect.
0: That's what Everybody looks for.
1: Yeah. case um, well, that I'd be having a lot more suitors.
0: Did, have we seen her before? This I, don't um, so. uh, I mean she's in the um she's in the pilot. I know you didn't see that. So yeah, Kyopaka is basically the Pope of the Bajorans.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That's hmm. yeah. And she and I've told you about what the wormhole is, so she they've basically are yeah. gonna show her the wormhole because that's where her gods live, so it makes sense, so, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, I gotcha. Um, Aw, he just got a gift. Ooh, his wife's going to be pissed.
0: <laughs> I Specifically in the notes that I looked up, it says that necklace that he gives to his daughter is never mentioned again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because his wife throws it out. Like, how Who's dare you? Who you are getting a present from another woman.
0: She's the spiritual leader of
1: Bejor. I'm the spiritual leader of your dick.
0: That's true. That is very. You know what? That's very true.
1: I don't think I'm wrong there. I think I am technically right. Sweet the intro. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, uh, uh, space. It's really big. It's really, <laughs> really big.
1: <laughs> space. Yeah, I guess you had to be there.
0: Uh, oh,
1: I think is your mama's eyes.
0: I do have some good news for you. Um, good. as far as like what you like and don't like, uh, apparently this episode does not feature in any way. Quark. Oh, nice. So. <laughs> also, <laughs> okay. apparently not okay. Jake's. That's, That's good. good. So nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the last two episodes have been kind of cork-heavy, so it makes sense that he gets a week off. Yeah. But also, no Jake Sisko, who I feel like we haven't seen in a while anyway.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Sirach Lofton. Yeah, like, that's not an alien name.
0: Uh,
1: You're telling me the first name is and he doesn't live on the moon? Come on. I know a moon first name when I see one.
0: Doesn't it usually have to do with like cheese or is that their last names?
1: It's the last name, sir.
0: Oh right. Did, not so it's like Gouda.
1: did you not I was about to say, did you not see that his name was not that his name was Sirach Monterey? <laughs> oh. oh. They call him Sirac Colby Jack or Jack, I guess. I wanted to make it rhyme, but it's Colby dx so.
0: uh, actually, I want. What time frame are you at? Cause I want to see if I'm close to you. I feel like I'm a little bit off.
1: Really, six yeah. minutes and thirty-seven and counting.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm a little bit off. Let me move Want to hit
1: pause in three, two, one, and see where we are.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, what time are you at now?
1: One, Wait for it. Wait
0: for it. 652. Uh, it went up a little bit. One second. Sorry, everybody. I think I got um, screwed up because my uh, subtitles weren't on. So I'm just going to get us back to where we're sunk up, and then we'll be good. All right. So there we go. 652. And if you want to catch up with us to be right where we are, hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. Yeah, my subtitles weren't on, but I kind of need them to know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't want to overstate this, but it literally is like, hey, let's take the Pope and just, like, fly him through heaven. Kinda. Yeah. (laughs) Like, let's wave at Jesus. There (laughs) we are. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. The guy <laughs> out of Oh, well,
1: there's Muhammad playing hopscotch with Buddha again.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a really funny later season Simpsons joke where I don't know who's talking to God, but somebody's talking to God, and he says, you know, my son hasn't been the same since uh, he went down there. <laughs> I don't know what you people did to him. And they just show Jesus looking sad in a swing, just slowly tangling and untangling the swing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, they got a they got a um, alert.
1: Yep. I will What's give like you a, what? Nothing. I was seeing how I just like how was like, you gotta launch a class two probe. Yeah. As opposed to a class
0: one probe. Well, they're just gonna, well, yeah, but then the Pope's gonna say, hey, let's go check it out. But, um, I was gonna let you know, this episode actually has a lot more action in it than usual, so get buckled up.
1: I mean, I would hope so. It has the Pope
0: in it. Right. <laughs> That's what, yeah, they have a religious leader. What else would happen?
1: Yeah. This random older person is Battle Pope.
0: She's technically a returning character. Ooh, look at all those little Glinda the Good witches. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was that 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 got the laughter deserved. I'll, I'll accept that. Accept that, and I'll move on.
1: Battle Pope, he'll shoot your head off in the name of the Father. Son, and holy shit.
0: Can't resolve the bio patterns. Can't do it. Can't be done. Uh, We're
1: going to have to go in a little closer.
0: I'm pretty sure he's just making shit up over there. He doesn't know what's going on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How do I get this job? I was just hitting on the head of security, and now I'm here. the fuck?
0: 600 (laughs) megawatts. Oh my god, that's almost enough to go back in time. <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: We're going down! Whoa! Whoa! Uh-oh.
0: Whoa! Kyle Parker's praying in the background, so I'm sure they'll be fine.
1: Little, uh, little Wayne's World reference there for you guys. <laughs>
0: oh. You know, that's considered an old movie now. Yeah, no
1: shit. It was in no. Like the
0: 90s. No, no, that's not that shouldn't be no. Nobody born after 1988 should still be alive. <laughs> I don't know why I picked that year specifically, but whatever. I don't know okay, so cool little fact I learned about this scene. Um, they didn't want to build a whole replica of the actual ship that they use um, for this crash. So they actually just reused the shuttle from a, a different episode. Nice. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, which makes sense, actually, when you look at because only huge Star Trek nerds would know this because I didn't even notice it. But it's not the same model ship at all. It's, it's, yeah. it's a really different ship. Oh, God. No, the Pope is on fire.
1: We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn.
0: (laughs) Oh, we're raising the roof.
1: I like how that ship was on fire on the inside. Like, literally, didn't look like there was like even like a centimeter of like of like free space that wasn't on fire. And all four of them were just crawling out without any fire or anything on them.
0: Well, first of all, the guy was being carried out, so is that. But you're right. They, they should have been on fire. I'm sorry they didn't set these actors on fire.
1: Oh, man. Pope's dead.
0: Oh, now she's going to ugly cry.
1: Yep. Ugly cry for the alien Pope. <laughs> Will your tears turn back to life? Kiss
0: her. Actually...
1: Kiss her as you say goodbye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. But this is actually a very important point in the show because her dying opens up the her job, and a lot of the show becomes about trying to figure out who's going to be the next uh, Kai.
1: Ah. I, I mean, sounds- not a lot
0: of the show, but it's a big part of it. It it, it leads into a lot of different stuff that happens.
1: But it's going to be these
0: people. Yeah, right.
1: Is she going to go into a violent rage now and kill them all? I bet she is. She seems like that kind of person.
0: I feel like that's a different... Ep- that's not Star Trek.
1: Oh.
0: I think you're thinking of Star Wars again.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought she was going to pull out her her like lightsaber and start killing right. all of them as Sisko right. shouted at her, you are supposed to be the chosen one.
0: <laughs> you are supposed to bring bullets to the Alpha Quadrant.
1: <laughs> You're supposed to bring balance to the Federation, not destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Just as a thing that I saw that's like relatively recent, did you see that George Lucas is calling out Star Trek fans saying that they just don't understand the prequels dialogue?
1: No, what?
0: Yeah. He, like, came out and he said that he wrote the dialogue specifically to be overly melodramatic, like, stuff, like, different stuff he was taking from, like, the 30s. And that's why the dialogue is the way it is, and fans just never got that. I mean, it could be true, but it also doesn't mean the dialogue's still not bad.
1: I mean, to be completely honest, people can say whatever they want about the, about the, about, like, the, the the quote-unquote, like, first three. Like, episodes right. 1, 2, and 3. But, like, if you watch the shit that's, like, the newest stuff, like, that prequel stuff is actually, like, a lot better. <laughs> i
0: right. so, still haven't watched the latest movie yet. I'm, at some point I will. I just haven't sat down and done it yet.
1: It makes the... Honestly, the the new shit makes 1, 2, and 3 look like, actually, like, decent.
0: Yeah. Oh, good to know. It was... Oh, just a shout out to what's actually happening on the screen. The <laughs> alien person guy. I don't know if you watch the show, but he's on Breaking Bad. Oh, is he? Yep. Plays Mike Trout. Okay. And if you watch Breaking Bad, you know exactly who that is. And if you didn't recognize him through the makeup, there you go. I don't
1: I don't play it so or watch I don't watch that show, so
0: That's i not that show. You have to be in a specific mood for it, but it's a pretty good show. Uh-huh. Energy weapons don't work here. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. They might still work there, but they just don't hurt enough.
1: We don't plan to be here long. Defense
0: net. It's actually a very interesting idea for a colony. Have you ever heard of battletoads? Yes. Okay. That has nothing to do with it. I just battle toads came into my head when I was trying to think of a reference to make her. Sure.
1: Yeah. They're the poor man's ninja turtles.
0: Right. I thought the, what what's that one shark? cartoon with the, the... They were like sharks. Oh, I, I, know
1: I forget its name, but I, I know what show you're talking about.
0: Are those the poor man's Battletoads then? yeah, like, It's like That's a tiered exactly. system?
1: Yep, that is exactly right. It goes Turtles, uh, Battletoads, and then whatever the fuck that shark one was.
0: <laughs> oh my god. We watched a lot of weird stuff when we were growing up.
1: Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> I watched so much... I, saw, I watched... Not like dirty weird, but just like weird weird. I watch so much weird stuff that I don't tell you about. Like,
0: you know, that's like ninety percent of the podcast, right? Like, is, we're supposed to be watching weird stuff that we remember
1: from back yeah, in the day. This is stuff that I wouldn't even. Not again. It's not like dirty or anything, but it, I just I watch weird stuff that I wouldn't even like watch on this podcast.
0: Oh, almost developer. Hey, wait a minute, this is not unknown moon. Rude. You just talk to the people that live there.
1: I still say we need to find a way to do some celebrity deathmatch at some point.
0: Yeah, I'm completely up for it. I just I'd have to we have to find that on streaming. I don't think it exists right now on streaming.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I like, I think I honestly had the idea a few years ago just to watch it for the hell of it and I couldn't find it anywhere.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair.
0: I had a weird relationship with that show anyway. I didn't actually watch the show first. I actually played the video game and then found out that it was based on a show.
1: Mm. Oh, man. Not a
0: prison colony. I thought it was a penal colony. <laughs> penal colony. Pew, 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 pew. I'm just doing the sound effects for you guys. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Oh. Those guys help us look like the soldiers a little bit in um, uh, Star Wars, like the rebel soldiers. I might be wrong. Just reminding me of them for a second. Major, no!
1: Don't get involved. That's like the number one
0: rule. Yeah, it kind of is, actually. It's like their main rule. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, I don't know if this is the... I don't know if they've already gone past it, but there is something else interesting about this episode. At some point, and I'm pretty sure they're already past it, that's why I'm mentioning it, um, Cisco tells somebody what the Federation is, that it's a pla- um, a alliance of planets um, for scientific um, research. Oh, wait, before we get back to that, um, let's get back to Jesus here. Oh so dumb. There's a really good reason for it. She was so dead. Okay. But there's but it's like a you know, it's an alliance of um mutual cooperation. Apparently this is the first time in all of Star Trek that anybody's actually explained what the Federation was.
1: No, I'm not kidding.
0: Yeah, somehow there's just no one ever gave a like a word for word explanation up until that point. So kinda weird actually think about it. Okay, back to the actual show. I'm just I'm throwing in these plot points that I have here once they become relevant. Uh-huh. She felt the impact. Wall of heat, right. I feel like I would have to process this for a little while about being dead. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, let's not focus too much on the nothing. You know, that's usually how Star Trek handles people coming back from the dead. It's usually nothing.
1: Somebody kill her and put the show back on course.
0: Oh, she she's been she's already dead. So basically what they're saying here is that she's been brought back to life by the Minichlorians, Yeah <laughs> She Ooh. has a higher Minichlorian count than even Master Yoda.
1: She's a fucking Jedi master.
0: But she wasn't a Jedi before, which is why it's weird.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. If you can, if you can become a student in um in uh Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic one if, at that age, even though technically we're
0: well, oh so uh, they're,
1: uh, they're explaining it.
0: Yeah. So hmm. basically, the idea of this, the whole idea of the story, is that the planet um brings you back to life. Like you, if you die there, you come back to life. Um. So these guys have just been perpetually killing each other for a long time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's gotta suck because you know that still hurts. You know. Yep.
0: And judging by the scars on the on the leader guy's head, it's not like they can't you know make themselves ugly up. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> So another little fact I learned about this, um, apparently the original idea for the story was that it was supposed to be a group of humans against a group of Cardassians. Ah. And the reason they changed it is because they didn't want the humans to, like they didn't want our characters to be on the side of the humans. Oh, okay. Yeah, we gotta analyze the hell out of this. What we gotta do. It's too
1: dangerous.
0: <laughs> True story. So I'm a stranger.
1: Do. I will see to his protection. Okay, that's fine then.
0: I mean he's got people, like I'm sure that they'll well, I mean, they don't have to throw down their lives really. I mean at this point it's basically like taking a nap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> it's like a game of capture the flag when you're a kid
1: yeah kind of
0: those three guys are just waiting till their friends <laughs> come in yep as people often do So he's explaining that, like I just said, they've been fighting for centuries. Um, and the people on there, it sort of, it sounds like it's sort of like the Hatfields and McCoys kind of. Like if you had two small groups going at it constantly and they couldn't figure out a way to um, like get them to exist peacefully. So they moved them to this planet and for some reason they decided, hey, let's make it so they live forever. I think he says it's um it's a deterrent for the other like for the other parts of his society yeah. to not have war, but still. <laughs> She's all ashamed now. Oh In case you yeah. guys were wondering, that's kind of the whole that was the thesis of the whole episode right there. War is pointless. So one of the show creators said that this was the first episode that really showed um, how, like, showed the more spiritual side of Star Trek. Like, if you watch the first episode, which I know you didn't see, there's like the Enterprise, there's the Federation side, which is sort of what we've seen up until this point on the rest of the episodes. But there's yeah. also that side with the prophets and like spiritualism and gods and all that stuff. And this episode's kind of the first one to go back to that. And this, is, I guess, this showed him that that was a very important part that they could explore more. And it becomes a very big part of the series going forward. So I just thought I'd point that out. I don't know if he's looking at him or if he's looking at the – like, he's got kind of a weird wandering eye thing going on. Just, just right over here. Right over here, buddy. You don't know them. Hey, you think after like 300 years, somebody said, you know, we could try. Like, maybe just, I just don't want to die today. Maybe they'll just like be cool about it. Flying around. We... I'm
1: not reading a single M class planet. Not even a B class, let alone a Z class.
0: Well, you don't want to go to a Z class. I don't know exactly how it works, but Z. Um, the further you get away from M, the more deadly the planet gets.
1: I'd like to go to a triple D class. <laughs> uh
0: that would be rise Oh, a
1: needle. Not in these times, time, sir.
0: Why don't they just make the whole ship out of the black box? God. <laughs> mm. Come on, don't you have haystacks and needles in the, on your planet? Jesus. It's not Come that on. hard. Yeah. Thank God all you have to do is push these buttons to make a differential metrometer.
1: Yeah. She's never even heard of one. and She's been alive like 30 lifetimes.
0: Yeah, but then he just made an awesome engineering joke.
1: Did I'm you, an I, engineer.
0: He said that um, I'll let you know how it works as soon as I finish making one. Uh, say because he's going to build it because he's awesome. Whatever, he's awesome. Shut up.
1: I'm surprised. Solanco. Zlanco's. Neutral site.
0: I mean, what precautions do you really need to take if they kill you you wake up in twenty minutes? I feel like it would make it easier to talk and not harder.
1: Man, she's got a hard-on for war.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, in her whole backstory, I mean, she started fighting the Cardassians when she was like 14 or something, so.
1: Yeah.
0: It's kind of supposed to be her whole life. Yeah, I get that, but. But man, come on, let it go. Yeah, you know everything. I mean you kind of enjoy it, like a little no. bit. I mean just maybe slightly. I right? just I'm not saying that I didn't like, you know, have a slight orgasm the first time I killed somebody. You know what? It's fine. Oh, <laughs>
1: Listen. If I said I didn't get even like the slightest bit of chub from killing someone, yeah, I might be lying. So what?
0: And that's what everybody. Ha- that's how it works for everybody, right?
1: right yeah, guys? that's everyone. Right? That's not just me, God. Oh. Oh boy. What just happened?
0: So i don't I don't know how to explain it, other than the Bajoran has a thing with their ears too, where to feel their life force you grab somebody's ear, and i that's what she was just doing, so it's sort of like she um in that moment her soul kind of opened up to Kaiopaka and that's what made yeah. her start crying. I
1: think you're so cool, with your rigid nose <laughs> piercings,
0: yeah. No, like I said, it's. It, I they don't really explain it outright, but I'm guessing just what I know about the whole spirituality they build up over the years that that's what was supposed to be happening right there.
1: Why is it always the races with the rigid noses that are always so violent? Because you got like these Bajorans. Then there's also like the Klingons.
0: Yeah. Bajoran, Bajorans were supposed to be very. Um, they were. They're very non-violent. It's. You're supposed to realize that, and this you have to watch Star Trek Next Generation to get a lot of it. But, like, oh. they were before the Cardassians came 50 years before, they had no weapons. They're basically, if you want to do a Star Wars comparison, they were all the but then oh. they were occupied. Oh, no okay.
1: kidding.
0: Yep. Like, they make a point later on saying that. And, like, when we were about 1500, like, the year 1500, we were going across the oceans. They had already built starships and were going to other planets. So they were very evolved, very peaceful race that got taken over because they didn't have any weapons. Wow. And I think it happened before the Federation got to that part of space, because 50 years ago, they weren't that far out. So that's why the Federation never helped them in any way. Gotcha. Thank God we have these torches. Whew. Right? I want I just want to see the guy. Like, was there a guy from each side that had to do a torch? Like, Kyle, you're going out there for torch duty so we can talk. But why do we need the torches? Because where else are we going to go, Kyle? Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> wow, he was joking. I feel like the re- I feel like he got a little defensive there because he knows he'd be breaking the prime directive. He's like, "Listen, I know I'm breaking the biggest rule we have. Shut up about it."
1: <laughs> Dude, what a oh man, what a dick.
0: Oh, also those weapons that were um, that they made the prop department. Those are cardboard with whatever tool handles they happen to have lying around. They look pretty good.
1: No, oh, this is what you're talking about. They're just he's, he's explaining it
0: now. Okay. Yep. Yeah, this like he lays it out right here exactly what the Federation is, and that's the first time anybody does that, which seems insane because this is after. All of the original series, all the movies, and Star Trek The Next Generation, no one ever actually laid it out like word for word like that. I mean, that's assuming what I found online was true. I'm assuming it's true because Star Trek fans are very picky, so I feel like if it wasn't true, somebody would have fixed it. Uh,
1: yeah, that's, that's fair. I'm not here to be a mediator.
0: I mean that's like ninety percent of your job as a Starfleet officer though. Yeah.
1: Like, but he's not there for that.
0: <laughs> no, he was there because he crashed.
1: Yeah.
0: Called exploring with the crash. I feel like I could have done better there. I I'm sorry everybody. That there was a joke there that would could have been really funny and I just I, I killed it. I killed it good. Oh well. Back to the show. Because we showed up, because they showed up first, God. Jesus. Look at all those tricks. Remember that time 200 years ago when they said that they knew people that showed up weren't, weren't on their side and they killed me for five minutes? oh, wait, this is the first time somebody's actually shown up in, like, the 300 years we've been here? You know, never mind. I still know how his mind works.
1: What if... I don't... Who cares if they're all brought out? Because they're all... Even if they all die, they'll come back alive anyways. I don't get it.
0: Yeah. The basically it's just at this point it doesn't matter there's no reason there's nothing to be gained it's fighting for the sake of fighting but that's the whole point
1: well right I get that but like still my point is what's the point of hiding like they're making this big deal oh if we come out of hiding they'll kill us all if they kill you all you'll all just come back alive
0: Right. by the way some really nice stunt work in this this, um, fight scene here
1: that makes no sense who cares
0: He's dead. I'm sorry. I'm just really enjoying this action piece because you don't get a lot of these. No.
1: Oh. Hey. See, the good, the good, uh, the good horn doctor <laughs> has uh, made a discovery.
0: Yeah. What, you you thought that this is just a uh, live forever planet where nothing bad could happen?
1: <laughs> this is the life that never ends. it goes on and on life.
0: By the way, his magnitude petrometer, whatever the hell he called it, found the space the spaceship because he's a genius.
1: Man, he deserves a promotion and to get the hell out of there.
0: Yeah. Apparently, I think he, I don't know this for sure, but I think he's the highest up he can go. Um, Because he's actually, I don't know how Starfleet's whole thing works, but he's actually an enlisted man. So his rank is the highest enlisted person you can be. Um, But in order to become an officer, he'd have to have more training. Uh. And that's just not something that appeals to him, as he talks about later in the show. Try to see their else. Oh yeah, there's a very <laughs> this this made me laugh. Um, so well, let me let them finish what they're doing here because they're about to explain something that makes um the fact that Opaka died even funnier. Ooh. So, if you haven't figured out the twist yet, if they die on this planet, they can't be left, or they can't leave the planet because the things that bring them back to life, they become dependent on that technology, and that technology won't work outside the atmosphere of the planet. So, yeah. which includes Kai Opaka, which the reason that that made me laugh is because apparently the reason they brought her back for this episode at all, and like I told you, this has far reaching consequences. The only reason they brought her back is because she was the least valuable recurring character. That's literally how they said it. Like they didn't. She was the one that they could kill off and feel okay about. Like, how do you feel if you're that actor? You get that call. Oh, I'm gonna die. But why? Well, because we don't get fucked by your character. Do, 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 do. Got to Penetrate that defense field. Penetrate it good.
1: It's the answer to all the prophecies.
0: I mean, I guess, like, because you've been looking at the orbs, maybe that makes sense? I don't know. At least you guys have more proof about your religion. Yeah, she's going to become the Jesus of the... um, I mean,
1: in reality, like, if she was able to make them all, like, uh, stop fighting and stuff... I mean, they basically just get to live forever in
0: peace. So. Yeah. so that actually reminds me of a real life thing that I think you would find interesting that kind of parallels this, although it didn't work out as well. I read a book a few months back about the Crusades, and I think it was in the Third Crusade, um, St. Francis of Assisi actually made the pilgrimage to the Holy Land and tried to negotiate peace. It didn't work, but he did it. Yeah. So I found that I found that interesting that he just pops up like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just stop this whole crusade thing."
1: I can do it. What?
0: What? I talk to squirrels all the time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody, get close to the transporter site. Hey, so remember how we said we're going to take you with us? I mean, <sighs> um, well, bye. I mean, how... I mean, I feel like chances are you just all end up killing each other because like if but if you um, if you take away the microbes you guys have been fighting war without consequences for so long, I think you've forgotten how to like actually kill somebody and trying to live So, all right, so the way that they're basically figuring out the defense net is they're sending a probe down to kind of get one of the satellites out of orbit, and that allows them to beam up the away team is the idea.
1: 800 megawatts. Hey, kill that probe.
0: Let's get back to the future. pocket's got to work it out for her. yeah right putting your money where her mouth is right eh, vaguely yes she show okay so when she says her their um, paths will cross again. She never shows up on the show as a person. They never go back to this planet. Um, But she shows up in some of, like, visions and stuff later.
1: Wow.
0: But, yeah, like I said, the whole reason that she's part of this episode is because she was expendable, so.
1: Gotcha.
0: But there, there you go. That's the end of Battle Lines.
1: That wasn't bad.
0: I like, it's a really nice episode. It's got some very classic Star Trek themes about war is bad and everything. Yeah. So that was fun. I'm not sure. Let me just, so I can give people a sneak preview of what's coming up next. The next one is called Storyteller. Oh, this one's a yeah. good one. This is an Odo-heavy story. It's kind of also a throwback to um, Next Generation because one of the characters is a uh, recurring character from Next Generation uh, that shows up here. And I'll explain more about them next week. So, that's what we're going into. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what, where would you put this episode on, like, because we watched, like, 13 episodes. Where would you put this episode on uh, your list of episodes so far?
1: It was all right. It was pretty decent. Um, I would say it was, like, I guess one of the better ones just because, I I mean, it was a little more action which is cool. Yeah. Um, let's
0: see apparently one of the director of the episode just literally said to like the head stunt guy why don't you just direct this scene when they came to the battle scene <laughs> so that guy just got to direct the whole thing, he just said it was like the best day ever is to be able to direct the whole thing hmm. he's actually yeah. also in the fight apparently, which is kind of cool, he directed himself and was part of the fight when they were all killing each other
1: Yeah, I kind of, so, I don't know. It's cool. I would like to, um, like, a part of me actually kind of wishes they would go back to that planet in the future, just because I'm kind of curious to see what happens with it now. Because a part of me, well, a part of me is kind of like, oh, I bet, you know, I bet what will happen is, like, she'll end up getting them to stop fighting, but she'll, like, do it in a way that, like, makes them think she's a god. And then they'll like figure out a way to like make sure the nano thingies work like off the planet, and then they'll start invading shit, you know? Like that sounds like all under her name as like this new sort of like right planet kitty. Like I don't know, that sounds like a really cool thing to me. And I don't know. I know it doesn't. I know it never happens, but I just I feel like that would have been like a really really fucking cool thing.
0: Yeah, there's a novelization apparently, which I've never read that's, like, kind of the sequel to this episode. But, yeah, the TV show itself never goes back and talks about that anymore. The main thing that comes out of that episode, like I said, is the fact that with her there, the office of Kai becomes open, and now we're going to spend a few years trying to get somebody into that office. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah. But, um, okay. So, I think we're good for this episode. Um, This is going to yep. be our Christmas week Star Trek episode, so we're actually going to Record a little bit ahead. Next, we're going to do another episode for the week after. But so what I can tell you is later this week, because when this is going to drop, on Wednesday, we're going to be watching um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, which is an awesome Christmas movie from the 60s that's just as awesome as the name implies. And then on Friday, you and I have already done our two Simpsons episodes. Uh, We've done Uh, Chris uh, Simpson's roasting on the Open Fire, the first episode ever, and Marge Me Not Proud. So that's going to drop on Christmas. So if you need something to distract yourself on Christmas, there you go.
1: Christmas hype.
0: And uh, yeah, um, so uh, just as I say every show, uh, you can follow the show at Chaos Everywhere on Facebook. I'm going to try and do better putting stuff up there, but I do at least once a week put up something about the new episodes. Uh, you can watch or you can follow me on Twitter at Chris one You can also write the show at chaospodshow at gmail.com with suggestions, comments, or whatever else.
1: <laughs> Comment on that mobile.
0: Yep. And um, again, I'd also like to say thank you to Eric Bowman for our theme song. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I think that's about it. Is there anything else you want to add to the final thing before we move on to our next recording? Uh... No, that was pretty much everything. Okay. You haven't finished putting together your Twitter yet? Nope. Uh, We'll let you know as soon as you can start following him on Twitter, too, and everybody can just, like, enjoy the hilarity. All right. Well, everybody have a good night, and we'll see you Wednesday, and uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We've already recorded all that stuff, so we're speaking to you from the future. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. See you later. <laughs>